0: This was so helpful for me because it allowed me to visualize myself not as a victim or someone who needed to use her body to take back control but as someone who was taking back ownership of her mind and her heart and thereby her body as a result and that i could do this at any time for myself Hey friends, Hannah here with the Practically Well podcast where I will be bringing you amazing holistic guests to educate, inspire, and empower you to live your healthiest, fullest life in a practical way. As an acupuncturist and coach, I believe that the mind and body are deeply connected and that when we can tap into these natural reservoirs within ourselves and heal, anything is possible. So it is my goal to bring you a variety of transformative topics and practices to the table in a simple, digestible way so that you can break down old barriers, seek out new holistic methods, and uplevel your mindset and life so that you can get wherever you want to go. It is all in your hands and I am here to be your guide, so let's get started. Hey friends, and welcome to the Practically Well podcast. I'm so excited to be embarking on this journey with you on this first solo episode. So since this is a podcast about wellness and deep healing and empowerment, I wanna take some time in this first solo episode today to get really real, get vulnerable, and share with you a little bit about my story and journey into this work. So this one is gonna be a little bit more raw and intense than the rest, just as a heads up and it's something that I feel is important to share for a number of reasons. So my purpose in sharing this is not to get up on a soapbox and just talk about myself. It's actually something that I don't really love talking about if I'm being totally honest, but I feel like it's something that will really help to break down the walls and create an open and sacred space and help you to understand why this work is so important and transformative. I'm also doing this because I know that my story to get here is not one that's anything special, and I wish that it was. But unfortunately, my journey to greater wellness and healing is one that we've all heard too many times. Yet it's something that so often people feel ashamed or embarrassed to talk about. So I wanna be here with you today, sharing my story and how I work to facilitate change in my life so that you know that you're not alone so that you know that anything is possible. So that you feel a sense of motivation, connection, and trust with me and all that I'm going to be bringing you in coming episodes on this podcast. So here goes. When I was six years old, I was molested multiple times by my childhood babysitter who lived across the street. He was a young teenager at the time, he was charismatic, beautiful, and kind. And as a little girl who watched Disney movies with handsome princes over and over again, I was, of course, completely enamored by him. He was good in school. He came from a seemingly kind family and was well-liked and respected and respectful around adults and neighbors in our little Columbia community. Which is why the first time he told me to take my clothes off, I did what he told me to do. I had always been a very good girl, a rule follower, and this experience was no different. I remember the first time it happened, I was wearing my magenta leggings that had that little strap under the heel, you know, all 90s style, and he told me we were playing a game called Girlfriend Boyfriend. I can still picture every second of every time that it happened, even down to the moment after the first time when I was sitting on the couch looking at a family photo on the coffee table while he told me that if I ever told anyone about our little game that the police would come and take me away. I remember him telling me not to make any noise as my infant sister was taking her nap upstairs. I remember it all and even as I speak this to you now there is just a little knot in my stomach because even though I have worked through this experience with child therapy, adult talk therapy, acupuncture, numerous medications, meditation practices, and more, I recognize that trauma lives in the body, and that speaking about my experience in this capacity on a platform like this is something that I've never done before. And so it's only natural for a visceral spots to emerge. But I'm telling you about this point in my life because now I want to tell you about the journey and the healing work that followed it, that saved my life. So after I finally worked up the courage at the ripe young age of six to tell my mom what had happened to me, my family was shattered to say the least. This led to many years of therapy for everyone. It also led to the enhancement of anxiety disorders, deep-seated anger, court proceedings, and a sudden move out of our little cozy neighborhood that no longer felt safe. I was interviewed, placed in therapy, and zipped up into an imaginary plastic bubble of protection to ensure that nothing else would happen to me again. Eventually, the excitement died down and things went back to quote-unquote normal, and I tucked this experience away into the recesses of my mind. I went through elementary, middle, and high school as a hardworking, relatively happy perfectionist who was eager to please and connect with others around me. I found self-expression with theater and dance, and I loved nothing more than taking a bow at the end of a show and seeing the crowd cheered wildly for my performance. I then decided to go to college for theater arts and was accepted into an amazing program in New York and set sail for my new adventure. Once I left my sheltered bubble that was comfortable, safe and familiar, however, My brain decided that it was time to unleash what I had been hiding away for over a decade, and that's when my chronic panic attacks started. So while panic attacks or bouts of anxiety can obviously manifest in a lot of different ways, and it has shown up in various ways for me over the years, this kind of anxiety that was trauma-related just completely snowed me. I couldn't get out of bed, I would cry all the time, or feel like I was going to cry at the drop of a hat. It also pretty constantly felt like someone was just kind of twisting my internal organs into knots, and it felt like nothing I did made it better. My mind felt foggy, it was hard to focus, and it just seemed to get worse and worse. So there was one pinnacle moment when I ended up having a full-blown panic attack on a train back to school, and ended up curled up in a ball on the train's bathroom floor, just bawling my eyes out. It was at this moment though, that everything started to shift. So I called my mom while I was lying on the bathroom floor and she told me to start tapping on various areas of my face. And I won't lie, in my panic and overwhelm, I remember thinking to myself, what the hell is she talking about? But was also completely desperate for relief. So I went for it. So from there, she guided me through the tapping exercise over the phone. And after a few minutes, I could feel my heart rate starting to slow, my tears were drying up, and I finally felt like I could breathe again. So this was my first experience with energy healing. And weeks later, I left school, moved home, and got my first acupuncture session that totally rocked my world. So from there, I would go on to State Community College for a semester and then transfer to Towson University to study psychology. Holistic Wellness at this point had Been started to be introduced into my life, but it was kind of in sparse pieces. And when I started at Towson, my anxiety was still raging really hard. So at this point, I was starting to get frustrated by it. I just wanted it to be done. But I was also beginning to understand where it was coming from. And this was the point, and I don't remember if it was conscious or not that I, like, why I started doing this. I don't think that it was. But this was the point where I started trying to kind of half escape slash half claim my power as it will. And this involved a lot of sleeping around. I will say that I feel incredibly lucky to this day that I never got sick in any way, never accidentally got pregnant because I very easily could have. And later on, I actually, in one of my psychology classes at school, i learned that it's actually incredibly common for victims of sexual assault to kind of go in one of two directions when they're processing their trauma and especially you know at a coming of age time like i was they either go in the direction of becoming incredibly cold and closed off and having no desire to be sexual at all or they go the promiscuous route as i did so neither route is you know completely healthy per se And neither of them can or should be judged. Because, you know, we all process trauma differently. And I can say from personal experience that when you're really in the thick of it, especially as a young college student with so much to discover and process, it can be challenging to know where to turn when you don't know about all of the resources and support that are out there. But once the anxiety was getting to a point where it was waking me up at night on a regular basis and just affecting my life in every way, I decided to seek out more support. And this time it was in the form of guided meditation and mindfulness. So I worked with an amazing practitioner named Dave Trachtenberg on many things. And there were so many valuable things I learned from him. But This one golden nugget that still sticks with me today was this meditation practice where I visualized myself riding in a chariot with flames coming out of my hair and dress behind me. So basically I was Katniss Everdeen before that was a thing. Um, And this this was so helpful for me because it allowed me to visualize myself, not as a victim or someone who needed to use her body to take back control, but as someone who was taking back ownership of her mind and her heart, and thereby her body as a result. And that I could do this for myself at any time. This work with him and with myself set me back on a path of true healing. And from there, I began seeking out other forms of holistic wellness like yoga, deeper meditation, um, all different kinds of movement, song and dance, and eventually acupuncture again. So post-college, I started brainstorming ways I could further the helping career journey that I had begun with my psychology major, and as magical things are one to do, acupuncture just kept popping up in my life, and I remembered back to that first acupuncture appointment those years ago when I felt deep inner calm in my body for the first time since I could remember, and so I started looking into it. And of course, as luck would have it, there was a stellar school right down the street from my house and the rest is history. Nothing is an accident. So I share this background of my story with you today for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, if you are a woman who has suffered through sexual trauma or trauma of any kind for that matter, I want you to know and understand my story so that you know that you are not alone. I am here with you and I want you to know how holistic wellness legitimately changed my life path and how I healed and continue to heal from my abuse every day so that you can see that same potential in yourself. I want to be an example of what is possible and I sincerely hope that this resonates with you today. Second, for those of you who haven't been in this situation, I want you to know my story so that if you know someone who's going through something like this, You have more insight or know ways of how to support them or or things to recommend to them so that they don't feel so alone. Third, I'm finding more and more that if we don't hide behind our scars but rather celebrate them and see them as a gift that has helped shape us into who we are today, we don't need to hide anymore. It allows us to free ourselves from the limitations and fear around trauma which allows us to open new doors to new possibilities in our lives. If we wanna get to places we've never been before in life, we have to do things we've never done before. And speaking at length in a public forum like this about my trauma is something I've never done before. And I must say, it's incredibly liberating. And I can't wait to see what else I come up with going forward. And I want the same for all of you whether you've been through a trauma or not. This world is full of possibilities and amazing humans who have so much light and goodness to share, even in the darkest of times. So thank you so much for tuning in, sharing this space with me, and listening to this episode. While this was a more intense one, and there will be other deep dive topics like this going forward, there will also be a ton of fun, lighthearted content as well because I really believe that no healing journey is linear and that motivation and inspiration can come from both the dark and the light. So I wish you all an amazing rest of your day and week and until next time, namaste. Thanks so much for listening and if you like what you've heard, it would be everything if you would subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review. It is my goal to spread as much healing energy and education as possible, and every little bit helps. So thanks again for listening, and until next time, namaste.